Only once has it happened in all of history. Only once has God forsaken a man, and that man was Jesus the Christ. Try, but you cannot imagine what it means to be forsaken by God. Surely he is with you always, even to the end of the world. That is why the cry from the cross is such an agonizing cry. This was the final depth to which our Lord could be sentenced on that day on which he was our substitute. Reading from Matthew's Gospel. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So far, our reading. It was a good and beautiful Friday, a fair and warm spring morning. A little rain had fallen during the night. The doves were circling the horizon, and the birds sang in the olive trees beneath the city walls. A beautiful morning, a day for joy and hope, an unusually good Friday. Surely our Savior witnessed all of that. He had watched the lilies in the fields, the corn ripening for harvest, the moon standing over the valley of the Kidron. He would surely see once more the world as God had made it, fair and beautiful, a world of joy and song. So far removed from the pain and the tears with which the procession came to the little green hill beyond the gates of the holy city. So they crucified him there. Surrounded by the the strange continuing goodness of, of all God's creation, except its crown, the body and soul of man, to which evil had come. The hole is dug for the cross. The, the cross pieces are fitted. The young body is, is laid upon the beam. One nail is hammered home. The second. The third. His arms and feet are tied with ropes in case the nails do not hold the racked body. The soldiers raise the cross upright, a dull thud, as it falls into the hole dug for it. The blood begins to flow from hands and feet. The aching, tearing pain of crucifixion begins. So they crucified him there. It is good for us to stand here for a few moments. Not as contemporaries, 
because it would be too easy for us to join the mob. But as 21st century women and men, the 63rd generation since the cross, the end product of over 2,000 years of Christianity, it might be worthwhile for us to stand here. Perhaps eternally worthwhile. You see, there are always those who, who try to make Christianity a reasonable religion. They write long and learned books designed to prove that, that the Christian religion is very understandable, that you can think it through, that it appeals to the process of thought and logic. As we stand at Calvary where they crucified him, we must realize how much of that is dangerous nonsense. The Christian religion is not a reasonable religion. Oh, you can move around inside it by intellectual processes. You, you can formulate doctrines. You can reason from one conclusion to another, but... And it is an insurmountable but... The great basic truths of our religion are always and forever beyond reason. They are not subject to the ordinary laws of thought. You can examine them and as, as you check further and further, ultimately you always come to the jumping off place. The place where reason ends. The place where you stand. Either with folded hands or with hands holding a hammer. The place from which you must leap into the arms of God if you want to be a Christian. We are standing there now near the ultimate mystery of our religion, the mystery of the cross, the riddle of God, which can be solved only by God and in God. So they crucified him there. This does not make sense, and it is not reasonable, this cross, this mob, and God hanging there in the cool of a spring morning. How did it ever happen? The answer comes by faith and not by reason. It is the mystery of evil in man, the mystery of sin. Oh, our modern minds do not like that very much. No, we are pretty good people. We believe that our friends are, are pretty good people. People of other races and nations are sometimes quite bad. But not we. 
or if we're truly intelligent, we go beyond even that to say that this whole notion of man's sinfulness is unhistorical and unscientific. That we must throw off this burden and go forward to a religion of humanity. Trust in our essential goodness. Rely on our power to remake our environment. So they crucified him there. That little sentence takes the starch out of the position of of the modern mind. One cannot stand under the cross and believe in the essential goodness of human nature. So they crucified him there. The last thing he saw of humanity before he died was a mob of grinning faces. The last he heard were words of condemnation. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. The last he knew was hate and pain. So they crucified him there. This does not square with our theories of progress, our shallow humanism, our fatal optimism. We suddenly discover that sin is a fact. And we begin to see that sin is always hate. Hate of God and Man, the breaking down of all friendship and and fellowship between God and man, and man, and man. The cross is the last expression of the dark terror of our souls and the empty bitterness of our lives. So they crucified him there. There's much more in that sentence. Why is he hanging on that cross? We know he's God. Where then are the legions of angels? What keeps him on that wooden bed of pain? Three nails. Three slivers of metal forged by human hands cannot pin down God. There must be something else. We are now face to face with the mystery of God. He is there because he wants to be there. He has wanted to hang there from the foundations of the earth. And he still wants to. It is neither the nails nor the new ropes that hold him to his dying. It is just love. And nothing else. The friendship and fellowship of God pouring itself down and away to a cross. The miracle and the mystery of forgiveness. God coming to us in the dust 
where we were. So they crucified him there. It is still a mystery. But now we know that it is and why it is. It's all strangely simple with the profound simplicity of God. Are there still some who who believe that Christianity is a complex religion? We can never forget that all of it, all of it, is in two sentences. The cry of the defeated soul, God be merciful to me, a sinner. And the answering cry of the young man on the cross, Father forgive them, they know not what they do. So they crucified him there because he saw us as we were and as we are and loved us nevertheless. Amen.